together with the so-called Women's Health Protection Act, not pal- not passing the Senate. That was expected, of course. Yeah, Tom. In sports, uh, you may root for a team you know cannot win the game, but they still play the game just in case. So Chuck Schumer played the game. He put the vote. Uh, he put the uh, Women's Health Protection Act to a vote, and as expected, he lost. Or did he? He put everyone on record as to their position on the issue. Something he said he wanted to do. A move he says may help the Democrats in the midterms. Joining us now, WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne. And good morning, guys. The bill would have kept Roe v. Wade as law in the event that the Supreme Court overturns it. The Women's Health Protection Act, which passed the House 149 votes, all 50 Republicans, including Democrat Joe Manchin, voted against the uh, proceeding to debate. The vote finally was 49 to 51. Now, Democratic leaders saw the vote as an opportunity, as you said, to lay down this marker ahead of the midterm elections in November. As the two of you have discussed many times, times on your show, the party faces many obstacles from the president's negative approval ratings to inflation to many other things. Strategists in the party hope to persuade a sizable majority of Americans who want to uphold Roe v. Wade to vote Democratic in the midterms. Vice President Kamala Harris drawing the battle line. Because what we are seeing around this country are extremist Republican leaders who are seeking to criminalize and punish women from making decisions about their own body. And speaking to Fox News, former Vice President Mike Pence is hoping the justices stick with their draft opinion. I truly do believe that it's a pathway toward, uh, toward literally lowering the volume on this issue by returning it to the American people and to their elected representatives. Now, before the vote, Senator Manchin said that he would support a narrower bill, arguing that the Democrats' proposal went too far. He called the bill an expansion of abortion, adding it would further divide the country. Two Republican senators, Susan Collins of Maine and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, said they supported abortion rights and they proposed a narrower bill that includes uh, carve-outs for religious or moral objections. They say the Democrats, again, bill, it was just too broad and it went too far. One last thing, Tom and Kevin, a Pew Research Center poll taken in March before the Supreme Court draft opinion was leaked found that 61% of U.S. adults say they want abortion to be legal. 19% say it should be legal in all cases without exception. Really interesting. You have uh, three uh, elected officials there, three senators, two Republicans and Joe Manchin, uh, who said they would support a narrower bill. And yet Chuck Schumer decided not to bring a narrower bill, one that he knew would pass. Instead, he brought this, which he knew would not pass, which makes me think that they they wanted this not to pass so that they could hold it against Republicans in the midterms. I think there's no question that that's exactly what was happening here, that this was a question of politics, that they wanted to draw that line in the sand and uh, show the public uh, uh, who's for it and who's against it. And they think that that will help them at the midterms. But this issue seems to be uh, turning into something more nuanced. Uh, when When you're listening to Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski and Joe Manchin, you're, you're seeing that there is some room here, that there is some uh, discussion about uh, this this whole topic. And so maybe it will be more nuanced. Maybe it isn't going to be so black and white. Yeah, and I think that was, you know, especially uh, Senator Manchin when he came out to talk about this, he said this was not a codification of Roe v. Wade. It was, uh, as you said, 
an attempt to really expand abortion access beyond what it is right now. So if it was just to protect Roe, there might have been that support from Murkowski, as you said. But this, again, was expanding it. And they, while Murkowski, while those two Republican uh, pro-choice candidates or, or senators, they are for pro-choice they are for the access and the right for abortion, but they also respect an individual's right to not have to be forced into providing a abortion with those, with those uh, religious exemptions and whatnot. Yeah, isn't the d- devil's always in the details, isn't it? And um, that's why I'm thinking, because I'm seeing more and more of discussions like this, I'm wondering that um, maybe we aren't at a point where we're going to discuss this issue a little uh, more closer and get to the details of some of these things, like you said, that um, maybe, you know, not it, being allowing for moral objections or religious uh, objections in this topic. And uh, maybe we're moving there, but right now the Democrats really wanted this to be black and white, to be one uh, for us or against us. Yeah, President Biden said, uh, quote, this failure to act comes at a time when women's constitutional rights are under unprecedented attack, and it runs counter to the will of the majority of the American people. Uh, At the same time, uh, the president and uh, Chuck Schumer, they have to be aware of the fact that they may not have control of the Senate after the midterms. And if they're going to act to protect women's rights to choose, they, they need to do that before November. And so far, it doesn't seem like Chuck Schumer is interested in that. That is such a real possibility, and I was thinking about that very thing yesterday. I mean, this is almost as if the Democrats think that um, they're going to, obviously they, they're gambling on that they're going to get votes on this, that they're going to get, uh, they're going to win a greater majority or a majority in the Senate, um, that they're banking on that. But I think that that's a gamble, and um, you may be right. Maybe the time to act on this is now and not to wait and play your cards and see whether or not you can get a majority in the Senate. Mm. You know, you know, some of what uh, President Biden and Chuck Schumer say are these extreme positions uh, from the Republicans are things that are really, when you break it down and boil it down, are things like putting in second trimester limits on abortion um, or, or prohibiting using a baby's gender as a reason to abort a child. Uh, those are the things that Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer are calling a stream. Do you think that is resonating very well uh, with the public uh, based on these polls? Well, you know, um, that's hard to say. I mean, I um, you're looking at the polls. I mean, the, the again, that Pew Research poll showing that 61% of adults say that they want abortion to le- be legal. That was before the opinion was leaked. And again, an NBC poll right after that opinion uh, was leaked, again, showed that people, you know, do largely favor uh, abortion rights in this country. Um it, that that's a tough call, Tom. I I, I really don't know. Yeah. Do, do you guys think the top issue in the midterms will be inflation in the economy or abortion? Uh, <laughs> I I think all three are going to be a play here. I do think abortion is going to be in the top three, if not the top two. I think the economy, inflation, will still probably, if it continues the way it is right now, and the trajectory is the way it continues, will be number one. But I do think uh, abortion might be number two or three. What do you think, Marie? 
I, I'm thinking the same thing, that I definitely think the economy is going to be number one. I, I just think that that's the, the number one issue. And, and you know that that's one of the biggest obstacles for the president and for Democrats come this fall. Um, and I, I think that abortion is going to definitely be up there. There's no question about it. Yeah, for sure. Well, we appreciate your reporting on this and all the good information. Thanks so much. Marie Osborne, Senior News Analyst.